I'm a little stressed, Tina. Why? Because I think the universe is talking to me and I, I have no idea what it's saying. What are you talking about? Well, like yesterday, I, I looked at my clock and, and you know what time it was? Oh uh, no. 11-11! No. How crazy is that? I guess. Then, I looked at my Instagram where I had published a photo and I saw how many likes it had. Do you know how many? No. 333! 333! How insane is that? Okay. And then, I was standing in line at a grocery store and I was thinking about my friend John and right as I'm thinking about him, the man in front of me turns around and introduces himself. You know what his name was? Uh, no. John! Isn't that insane? Wow. Okay. And then, after being so stressed out because I was getting all these different signs and I didn't know what the meaning was, I was driving down the highway and I was just begging the universe to please show me a clear sign so that I knew what all of this meant. And boom, I looked up and there was a big billboard that said, just relax and drink some wine. So I'm gonna open a bottle of wine and have some wine. But it's 10 o'clock in the morning. When the universe tells you to do something, you do it. I guess. Synchronicities can show up in your life in all shapes and forms. And at first it can feel really overwhelming when we start to experience them. But get this, the more that you know how to work with synchronicities, the more you stay in alignment with your soul path, as opposed to feeling like you're lost and not knowing what to do next. In this video, you're going to learn what synchronicities really are and how to attract them. Then we're going to discover why synchronicities happen in the first place. And then I'm going to share two powerful ways to help you work with synchronicities when they do show up in your life. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the Heart Alchemist, here to help you open your heart, heal your past, and live with purpose. If you're new to my videos, click on that subscribe button and also on the bell so you get notified as soon as I publish new content. And follow me over on Instagram too, where I share weekly advice that you're not gonna find here on YouTube. On to part one of the video, what is synchronicity? So the term synchronicity was first coined by psychiatrist Carl Jung, and he described it as the simultaneous occurrence of two meaningful events that are not causally connected. So Jung saw synchronicities as an a-causal connection between a person's psyche and the material world outside. Okay, that's how, that's how Jung understood it. Jung described, uh, talked about synchronicities really as um, meaningful coincidences was another way of, of him putting that term, all right? So this is how uh, Carl Jung saw synchronicities. It was basically a play between a person's psyche, a person's mind, and the material world outside. So an example of this would be when you, for example, think about a friend and then minutes later, or maybe later on in the day, that person actually calls you. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> this is a good example of a type of synchronicity. Now you see these two events, they don't seem causally connected, meaning you thinking about your friend doesn't seem to be the cause of them calling you, but this event, it registers, this string of events registers as meaningful to you. And so personal meaning is a really crucial key of synchronicities. 
So this is really how synchronicity operates in the Jungian world. Um, Jung actually believed that synchronicity was really uh, very connected to a phenomenon in quantum mechanics known as quantum entanglement. And so what entanglement is, is basically when two particles come together, they dance with each other, they interact with each other. As soon as there's an interaction between two particles and they entangle, when you, if you can throw one particle, you can separate them and you can throw one of the particles all the way across the universe or all the way across space. But because those two particles have interacted and they're entangled, it means that forever now their behavior is going to be really, really connected to each other. So if you, if you mess around with one particle, the other one that was just sent across space also changes immediately from just messing with this one. That's a simplification of what entanglement is. And so Carl Jung believed that quantum entanglement was really the underpinning, the explanation, and was very related to the phenomenon of synchronicity. One feature of quantum entanglement that's also very pertinent when it comes to synchronicities is that quantum entanglement, it operates outside of regular time space. So the fabric of our reality here, and we're in a time space reality. And Jung believed that synchronicities operate outside of time space reality. That's why a lot of times they're non-causal, meaning you thinking about your friend, again, you're thinking about your friend and then they call you. <laughs> this kind of interaction there was no physical interaction in the physical world for that person to call you. So this communication between your mind and the other person, this for some looks like just a plain coincidence, but you're, if you're into synchronicities and you understand them, you know that there was communication between these two things. It just wasn't in this regular time space reality that we live in. And this is really how quantum entanglement operates. And Jung believed that synchronicities operate exactly in the same way. They are outside of the frame of time space. Okay. So now we've kind of gone over to the, over the Jungian view of synchronicities and and how Carl Jung saw them. And now, you know, you probably know I'm going to say this already. I want to go deeper <laughs> because, uh, you know, the synchronicities, they go way, way beyond psychology, way beyond the mind. And so I want to take us into the spiritual realm now and into the spiritual explanation of what synchronicities are. It's not just a play on the mind. So I'm going to give you a different definition. I'm going to give you a, a more spiritual definition on how I see synchronicities. And then we're going to dive into that. So here's a different definition. A synchronicity is a strategically placed sign from your higher self in the universe that helps guide you down here in this material world. <laughs> okay. So there's, there's an alternate, an alternative definition to synchronicities. So synchronicities are basically, they're like breadcrumb trails. You can think of them like breadcrumb trails in the middle of a forest, right? What does a breadcrumb trail do? It helps you go step-by-step step in finding your way out of the freaking forest. And so that's what a synchronicity does. It's strategically placed guidance from your higher self and from the universe, meaning yourself, your energy system is intimately involved in the, in the seeing of synchronicity. So a lot of times people think that synchronicities, they're coming from the outside in, right? Be why? Because I observe them. I can register them, right? They're, the, you know, I think about my friend, John, for instance, you know, I think about my friend, John, and that person calls me. 
This is really strategically placed guidance, even though it doesn't look like it, this entanglement, this connection to all things, these are guidance. This is a way for us to continue forward and a way for us to have breadcrumb trails here in the forest that we could guide ourselves through. So we're not completely lost down here. Now you may be asking this question then, and that is why do I need breadcrumbs down here? <laughs> why do I need a breadcrumb trail down here? Well, synchronicities are a really important part. Uh, it's a really important kind of little, it's not a trick, but it's an important way to bypass one of the key features. And I've talked about this key features before. I think, I think I've talked about this key feature of this reality in my reincarnation videos before. But there's a key feature of this reality down here on planet earth. And the key feature is the veil of forgetfulness or the veil of illusion, if you want to call it that. And so before we come down here, there's a veil that's placed on us so that we forget a lot of our soul history. We forget a lot of our soul, uh, what our soul's here to do. We forget we even have a connection with the higher self. We forget all of these things. And so synchronicity really comes in and helps us in giving that breadcrumb trail so that we can kind of bypass the veil of forgetfulness, get some clues on what's happening and guide us through on our path. It helps us maintain and stay aligned with, with our soul. So this is one of the reasons why synchronicities exist. They exist really also as just a, a byproduct of being entangled and connected with the world. Synchronicities really are um, a byproduct of a connected universe, of the oneness of the universe. But this feature of it being a breadcrumb trail also and helping guide you down here, helping get around this whole veil of forgetfulness is also a major feature of why synchronicities even exist down here. So again, although it seems like a synchronicity is coming from outside of you in, it really is a dance. It really is a dance between yourself and the material world, your, yourself and the universe. It's a dance between the quantum part of you, the non-physical part of you and the material world. And so what's happening is the non-physical part of you, the unconscious part of you, the quantum part of you, it's, it's constantly dancing with the universe. And in that dance, it orchestrates certain things, certain experiences and manifestations on the outside that you then register with your five senses. And so when you register these things with your five senses, it immediately goes into conscious awareness. All right. So this, this play, this synchronicity is really just a play between the, your quantum self, your non-physical self and the universe at large. From a science perspective, uh, synchronicity is nothing more than what's known as confirmation bias. So that's what usually scientists chalk up synchronicities as being just a, a form of confirmation bias. And what confirmation bias is, is the, the tendency of the brain to look, to find things it was already looking for. Basically that's what confirmation bias is, is the, the, the kind of tendency of the brain to see what it wants to see or what it's looking for. That's confirmation bias. But if you've really started experiencing synchronicities and you've come to work with them, this whole idea that synchronicities are confirmation bias, it becomes pretty silly when you start to work with synchronicities and, and they, they start to happen to you. You really, really, there's no way that it's confirmation bias. And, and one of the reasons that it isn't confirmation bias is that a lot of times when people experience genuine synchronicities, they come out of the clear blue sky when the person wasn't expecting it at all. So, so the person wasn't geared 
geared towards seeing a certain thing. Genuine synchronicities many times occur when we're not expecting them at all. And here's another ding, ding. <laughs> here's another ding, ding that shows us that, that synchronicities are not confirmation bias. They're two different things. When a synchronicity presents itself, especially really powerful synchronicities. A lot of times a synchronicity, a genuine synchronicity will guide you to do something you don't want to do. <laughs> this is one of the features of a genuine synchronicity. And so again, this isn't confirmation bias. If a synchronicity presents itself that my mind doesn't want to do, and it wasn't looking for it, it's not confirmation bias. And so I just wanted to give this little science perspective here and kind of debunk the idea that synchronicities are just, you know, confirmation bias, that it's all made up. It's really not. And the more that you understand this, the more that you will know how to work with them. So a common question that comes up when talking about synchronicity is what's the difference between a synchronicity and a coincidence? <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that a little bit here just to clear things up. So a coincidence is sort of a random occurrence of events that has no meaning to the person. Okay. So here's the key feature of a coincidence. A coincidence doesn't have meaning to the person. A synchronicity is different. A synchronicity is when simultaneous events take place that really the person opens up and they're like, holy moly, they have meaning to the person. And it's, it's the personal meaning part that really, really is connected to a synchronicity and is not present in a coincidence. So here are some common examples just to, to show you, uh, what a synchronicity and how far synchronicities can, can go. What is I mean, synchronicities can get so elaborate and I'll, I'll share a little bit of a story about my life because I've been working with synchronicities for years now and they just amaze me all the time. So here are some examples of synchronicities, uh, repeating numbers. Okay. So seeing repeated numbers, uh, music, sometimes music is a very, very easy form for the universe to talk to you. So, um, a lot of times I have my Spotify on random and I just, I just randomly shuffle play my whole, my whole Spotify. And what happens a lot of times is when I ask a question of the universe, I'll be asking it while the music is playing, <laughs> I'll be asking in just whatever. And then boom, the song that's right after I ask the question, the song that's right after is in answer. The lyrics to the song is in answer to what I was just talking about. Okay. So this is an, this is an example of how music sometimes comes in in synchronicity. Uh, another example I already shared, which is when you think of someone and they reach out to you, even if you haven't spoken to them in forever. Okay. So there's another common form of synchronicity, but synchronicities can be super, super elaborate. You know, I'll, I'll share a tiny bit of a story in my life. So when I moved, I was moving around during my spiritual awakening a lot because I was living in hermit mode and I was just all over the place. The universe kept saying, you know, go over here and now you need to go over there. And so I was a little bit all over the place in the first years of my spiritual awakening. And in one such phase, I went to the U S on a trip and I knew I had to move. So I was in the U S I was in the U S for a few months traveling around and visiting family. And I remember saying to the universe, I have no idea where you want me to move. When I go back to Portugal, I had been living in the Lisbon area. And then what started to happen was just a series of synchronicities where first a friend of mine sent me a Facebook message and said, Hey, I just had a dream with you in the dream. You said you were moving to this place in Northern Portugal. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I had never, ever even thought of this city in the North of Portugal. I've never, I had never been there. I had no connections, no friends, no family, nothing up there in the North of Portugal. 
but I took that synchronicity and I went with it. And then when I flew back to Portugal, I had no idea where I was going to live. And I literally just stopped on a layover flight <laughs> on my way to the North of Portugal. I stopped in a layover flight in the Azores islands and I met someone. And within one minute of having an interaction with this person, I gave her my phone number and I said, Hey, if you know of any places in the North of Portugal, I have no idea where I'm going to live. And she literally, when I got on the plane to go from the Azores islands to Lisbon, which is a two hour flight. By the time I got to Lisbon and I turned on my phone, she had already contacted a friend, God knows where, and the friend had friends over there. And the point being that as soon as I got to the North of Portugal, I had a house without even looking for it because I had found it through this, this just incredibly complex synchronistic chain of events. The story goes way deeper than this, but I don't want to spend the whole video talking about it. But this is just an example of how this was an entire synchronicity, entire chain of synchronicities that went one after the other, after the other, that literally got me from California to the North of Portugal easily without me stressing. Everything was ready for me. Step by step. There was always a place for me to put my foot on when I stepped. <laughs> and that's how a string of synchronicities can occur. It could be something as simple as repeated numbers, but it can also be something as complex as a string of events that helps you go from point A to point B. Even when you think it's impossible to get from point A to point B, and I have no idea how to do this. When you know how to work with synchronicities, you are guided every step of the way. And these synchronistic events show up to help you. All right. So these are some examples of what synchronicities look like, but there's, there's many, many more, but these are some examples of what a synchronicity looks like. On to part two of the video, why synchronicity happens. <laughs> so the main reason why synchronicity happens is synchronicity really tries to take you out of what's known as ordinary states of consciousness. Okay. So we live mostly in ordinary states of consciousness when we're down here, meaning we live very connected to the physical world, to connected to our senses, to what our brain sees, uh, to what we can perceive with our five senses. That's ordinary. That's ordinary state of consciousness or ordinary consciousness. All right. It's just your everyday life, you know, go to work, come home, have your family, do your thing, go to the beach, all these things. This is happening within ordinary states of consciousness. What synchronicities do is they attempt to bring you out of ordinary states of consciousness and into altered states of consciousness or expanded consciousness, meaning that when synchronicities present themselves, they sort of force your consciousness to expand and go, Whoa, <laughs> Whoa, there is something bigger at play here that I wasn't aware of. Okay. So here's a ding ding. That is what a synchronicity is provoking in you. It's provoking your conscious awareness to go, Whoa, there is something more going on here than just what I can see and what my regular ordinary consciousness can see. Okay. So this, this kind of, um, this kind of teasing that, that the synchronicity does, it teases you to get out of ordinary states of consciousness and into expanded or altered states of consciousness. This is when, this is why synchronicities happen and they happen again, these, these altered states of consciousness. When I go into expanded states of consciousness, when I go, Whoa, what just happened? Whoa, my consciousness just explodes and I go into expanded awareness. 
This is how you pierce the veil of forgetfulness. You see, this is how you pierce the, the veil of forgetfulness or the veil of illusion is precisely by coming out of your little self-consciousness and going up to your big self-consciousness. All right. So that's, that's one of the reasons that's the main reason why synchronicity happens in the first place. Another way of saying this that I love so much is that synchronicities help you come out of your mind uh, identified consciousness and you go into heart consciousness or unity consciousness. Okay. This is another way of saying what I just said right now. Expanded consciousness is really a consciousness of the heart. The smaller consciousness, the everyday ordinary consciousness or ordinary states of reality is a mind. It's a mental construct. Okay. So what a synchronicity does is another way of saying this is a synchronicity brings you out of your mind and into your heart and into unity consciousness. And I love that. I, I love kind of playing around with these different ways of looking at synchronicities and why they happen. Okay. So now that we've gone into the kind of big world view on why synchronicity happens, I want to go a little bit deeper and in a little bit more detail. And in my experience, there's really two main reasons why synchronicities happen going a little bit deeper than what we just talked about. Now, the two main reasons are this, the first one is guidance. Okay. So a synchronicity will present in your life through for guidance purposes. So this is a guidance synchronicity. All right. The guidance synchronicity is really like a breadcrumb trail. So it's almost like your higher self and the universe are orchestrating a synchronicity so that you know what step to take next. Okay. Literally guidance or advice or counsel. That's another way of seeing it. Okay. So a guidance synchronicity is when the universe presents me with a synchronicity so that I know where to go and what step to take next. All right. This is, this is guidance. This is one of the reasons. The second reason that a synchronicity will present itself to you is because of activation for activation purposes. Okay. An activation synchronicity is when a synchronicity presents itself, not as a form of guidance, not to say, Hey, go over here and do that but as a form of programming or activation, meaning the synchronicity presents itself so that you can consciously acknowledge the reception of that synchronicity and that synchronicity itself causes an activation within you. It causes sort of like a, a software upgrade or a program upgrade. <laughs> I like to look at these things sometimes like computers. So when you register this type of synchronicity and activation synchronicity, the sole purpose of this isn't to guide you. It's to turn on, activate and upgrade your energy system in whatever way is needed. And a good example of this would be the, the number repetitions. If you experience that a lot, a lot of times people freak out when they start to see numbers because they automatically, they try to find meaning in it. So they're trying to find what the universe wants to tell me. Oh, what is the, what do these numbers mean? What kind of guidance is the universe giving to me? When in fact, in my experience, a lot of times what numbers are doing is they are activation synchronicities. They're not guidance synchronicities. So what to do when you see a bunch of different numbers that are repeated and they keep repeating themselves. I work with this all the time. When I see a repeated number, I just acknowledge the, the I acknowledge that I received the synchronicity. 
and I just say, I receive this upgrade or I receive this activation. I receive this activation. That's all I do. And then I move on with my day. <laughs> you see, that's a simple way to work with activation, uh, with activation synchronicities. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more later on in the video, but these are the two, the top two reasons really to going in detail. The expanded view is that synchronicity is trying to pull you out of ordinary states of consciousness. But then when you go down into the details, you find that there are two extra reasons there guidance, synchronicity, and activation synchronicity. These are the two reasons. These are the two things that, that, the, that the synchronicities are trying to do in your life. Now I wanted to leave a little side note here before I move on. So ding, ding side note. A lot of times when I'm teaching this to my clients and I'm trying to show them the difference between a guidance synchronicity or an activation synchronicity, one of the first questions that they say to me is how the heck will I know the difference? How will I know the difference if it's an activation one or if it's a guidance one? <laughs> This is impossible to answer on a personal level. This is impossible to answer because you're going to have to get used to working with synchronicities. And as you get used to working with synchronicities, you will be able to feel, oh, here's the ding ding. This is not, you won't be able to discern this mentally. That's really not how you work with synchronicities. Okay. So you will know the difference, whether it's an activation synchronicity or a guidance synchronicity by feeling heart, you got to be in your heart and you will know the difference. Okay. So try not to make this black or white. Oh my God, it's an activation. Oh my God. Is it a guidance? Oh my God. I'm freaking out. Don't freak out about any of this. Okay. Numbers is a common occurrence of activation synchronicity. So if you see numbers now, and if you were panicking before, cause you had no idea what these numbers meant. Now, you know what they mean It's just activation. So you can work with numbers in that way. But when it comes to other different synchronicities, you're going to have to personally learn how to work with these synchronicities. And you're going to have to personally learn what is an activation synchronicity for you and what's a guidance synchronicity for you. And you can only do this through experience experience and feeling. You must experience the synchronicity, learn to work with it and then feel what it feels like. And then you'll know the answer. Okay. I know this isn't a clear cut answer, but sometimes there aren't clear cut answers, especially when it comes to working with the spirit world and the more subtle aspects of the spirit world, you have to come into heart consciousness and heart consciousness is not black and white, this or that. <laughs> Heart consciousness is much more subtle and heart consciousness is a type of consciousness that you must learn through experience and feeling. You can't learn from reading in a book. You can't learn from thinking your way into it. It's, it's not going to work that way. Okay. So, so just relax a little bit more and just allow yourself to start learning from the universe. What types of synchronicities are presenting for you. On to part three of the video, how to attract synchronicity. <laughs> so a lot of times people comment, they reach out to me and they, they're just really frustrated because they say to me, you know, I don't understand. You talk about synchronicity and you talk about all this guidance, but I don't receive any guidance. I don't see any synchronicities. You know, maybe I just don't have, you know, my guides aren't talking to me or I'm just not receiving synchronicities and you're receiving synchronicities. And so a lot of times people get really frustrated when they're not experiencing synchronicities or they think they're not experiencing synchronicities. Here's the ding ding on this one. 
you are always experiencing synchronicities in the sense that your quantum self, your non-physical self in the universe, they're constantly dancing with each other and playing with each other. The question is, can you see and register a synchronicity or not? That's the question. It's not whether it's present or not, because synchronicity is, is a foundational aspect of this interconnected universe and this interconnected reality. Okay. So synchronicities are always happening. The question is, are you seeing them paying attention to them or not? <laughs> That's really what's happening. Your quantum self, your non-physical self is always orchestrating synchronicities. Okay. So I hope this reassures you. You're not doing anything wrong. If you're not seeing a synchronicity, it just may be that you're a little bit stuck in the mind and you're missing them. That's all it is, but there's no problem. There's nothing, no reason to get frustrated because you can just start over. <laughs> and so I'm going to give you two ways in order to attract synchronicities in a much, you know, faster way. You can start attracting synchronicities right away, very easily, and you can catch them very easily. Okay. The first way is to intend. The first tip is intention. All right. The moment that I intend, I talk a lot about the power of intention and how it's crucial in the co-creation of your reality. You are an immensely powerful spiritual being. And when you intend something, holy moly, mountains start to move in order to accommodate those intentions. Okay. Intention is really powerful. So the moment that you just take a nice deep breath and you just say, I intend to connect with the synchronicities that my non-physical self is orchestrating. I intend, I will do this. Okay. The moment you throw out this intention, <laughs> it's, it starts happening right away. Okay. So, so intend that's the first, uh, that's the first tip on how to attract more synchronicity in your life. The second way to attract more synchronicity is to relax. <laughs> this one's a big one. And this one is, is, is one of them that people get stuck on a lot, a lot, a lot. You've got to relax. Okay. So here's a pro tip for attracting synchronicities. Do not force it. Don't force it. You got to relax and learn to play because when you start to get really attached, when you start to get controlling, when you start to kind of want to force synchronicities, that's when it becomes confirmation bias. You see, that's when it becomes confirmation bias because you're trying to force something to happen. And when you're trying to force something to happen, that is what confirmation bias means in terms of synchronicities. They won't be genuine anymore. They'll just be really like just random stuff that you're trying to give meaning to that, that there's no meaning to it in it at all, but you're forcing it because you're in a position of control and there's no need for that. The way to work well with synchronicities is to let go of control, let go of control, detach. Working with synchronicities requires a, a beautiful, happy detachment, <laughs> happy detachment. You let it go. You've already intended to call the synchronicities forward. Now just relax, go about your life. Just be happy. Be, you know, just go about your life. Don't control and try to try to, you know, make everything meaningful that happens to you release control, relax, go about your life, quiet this mind, just go about your life. And you'll see when you detach from any outcomes, the synchronicities will start popping up a lot faster because you weren't trying to force it. And there, this is where true synchronicity occurs as opposed to when you try to force it, then it's just confirmation bias. You're not getting a synchronicity anyways. <laughs> You're not getting an authentic synchronicity. Okay. So 
relax, detach from how the synchronicity has to look, detach, and almost even, I would even go as far as, as not just saying detach, but forget about it. <laughs> Here's another ding ding to help you. Forget about it. Relax. And I've intended to call forth synchronicities. And now I'm just going to go about my life and I'm going to totally forget that I even intended to call forth synchronicities and I'm just going to forgetting about it. Letting it go is another great form of detachment. The more that you can detach from this, the more your energy is free to play with the universe and the synchronicities will start popping up a lot faster. I want to go a little bit. I just want to leave this side note here and go a little bit into the whole control thing. Okay. So so why do people force sometimes synchronicities? Why are people trying to force? Why are they trying to control synchronicities? What is this a sign of the sign of when you are restless, when you're anxious, when you're trying to force a synchronicity, when you're trying to control a synchronicity, what this is really showing is a lack of trust. Ding, ding, lack of trust. You don't trust. That's why you're trying to control everything. Okay. Cause control Control is a wound of the first chakra and it's the shadow aspect of the first chakra. Control only comes up. I'm only become controlling when I don't trust the moment that I have trust control disintegrates. Okay. So it, it really is control trying to force things and trying to force synchronicities really has to do with the lack of trust. So if you catch yourself trying to do this, if you catch yourself being really restless, waiting for that synchronicity pop, where is that synchronicity? Where is it? <laughs> if you feel yourself restless like this, just take a nice deep breath and realize that you live in a benevolent universe that literally, I mean, just look around you. You live in a benevolent universe that is constantly constantly trying to help you is constantly assisting you and is constantly working on your behalf. You can let go and let the universe do its part. Okay. So, so trust is a key. All right. I wanted to leave this little side note here in case you, you do have that type of controlling personality and you want to force synchronicities to happen. Trust, trust, trust. Now to part four of the video, what to do with synchronicity. <laughs> All right. So we've already talked about what synchronicities are, how to prepare for them, how to attract them. But then once you attract them and once you experience them, what next? <laughs> and I want to, before I get into this, before I get into the tips on, on how to do this and how to work with synchronicity, I want to leave a little bit of a side note that's important. Okay. And the side note is that synchronicity, a lot of times I get so many messages from people about this. That's why I'm inserting this ding, ding side note here. Okay. I get a lot of messages about this synchronicity tends to be really big and very elaborate and just all huge. It tends to be just enormous. You'll find a lot of, you'll find yourself experiencing a lot of synchronicities and big ones, usually early on in your spiritual awakening, because that's when you need them the most. <laughs> you see, does that make sense? So when you're first awakening or you're having more difficulties coming into that expanded consciousness that, that, that is required for you to stay on your soul path, when you're having more difficulties or you're a newbie to this whole awakening thing, the universe and your quantum self, they'll keep presenting synchronicities to you. And sometimes it'll be a really big one so that you don't miss them because you're not practiced in using them. Okay. So this is normal. But then what happens, the natural evolution of synchronicity is that as you hold that expanded perspective, and as you have access to altered states of consciousness, and you have no problem accessing the bigger picture, what happens is you'll find that synchronicities start to diminish. They get subtle. 
they get subtle, 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 or they diminish in frequency. And this is where people freak out. They send me messages and they're like, I was doing so well. I was having all these synchronicities. And then suddenly I don't know what's wrong with me, but I stopped experiencing as many synchronicities. And it's really frightening me because it's making me feel like I'm not doing something right. Okay. This is really common. I get this question a lot. So, so this is to reassure you, you're not doing anything wrong. You're doing everything right. Because when synchronicities do start to diminish in your life, it means that you've already mastered the expanded awareness. You've already mastered it. So synchronicities don't need to present as much, right? If I'm on my soul path, then why would synchronicities need to continue to present themselves? Cause I'm on my soul path. So my soul's like, yeah, keep going. You're doing good. <laughs> you see? So you don't need the breadcrumbs. It's so only when I need those breadcrumbs, when I need the activations and when I need the guidance that synchronicities, synchronicities present. Okay. So if you find yourself in the same situation where you had a ton of synchronicities when you first woke up and then suddenly the synchronicities start to die down, you're not doing anything wrong. That's the perfectly normal evolution of working with synchronicities. Okay. So now that we went through that little side note there, what do we do when synchronicity presents itself? And so there are really two things to do depending on the type of synchronicity that you get. Okay. So let's talk about the guidance synchronicity. All right. So what do I do when I receive a guidance synchronicity? And again, to repeat what we talked about before in the video, I can't tell you black and white, what's going to be a guidance synchronicity and what's going to be an activation synchronicity for you. You have to learn the difference between the two. All right. So, but if it is a guidance synchronicity, well, if I receive a guidance synchronicity, I become Become consciously aware of it. It's always great to register consciously, sometimes even out loud. So sometimes I'll even say to the universe, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Thank you. I got it. So I'll, I'll actually talk to the universe and I'll say, thank you. I got the message. Thanks. So when you receive that guidance, um, synchronicity, acknowledge that you receive it, but eventually, eventually you're going to have to follow through with action. Ding, ding. <laughs> because guidance without action is pretty pointless, right? If I'm receiving a breadcrumb, if I'm lost in the middle of a forest and I see a breadcrumb trail over there, I'm going to have to walk along the breadcrumb trail, meaning I have to act. I have to move. I can't just see a breadcrumb trail in the middle of a forest and stand there and say, Oh, Oh, look, I see a breadcrumb trail. Let me just stand here and do nothing. <laughs> that is, that would be a stupid way for a bread to use a breadcrumb trail. Cause the breadcrumb trail is trying to get you out of the freaking forest, right? So walk, you gotta walk. And it's the same thing with, with guidance synchronicities. Okay. When you receive a guidance synchronicity, you will eventually, or you should, you don't have to, but you should eventually act because the whole point of that guidance synchronicity showing up was to help you take the next step. Okay. Now I want to go into something. This is the top thing that gets people stuck when they do receive guidance synchronicities. The top thing that gets them stuck is fear. Ding, ding fear. Fear is the number one reason why we don't follow through on a guidance synchronicity. When we do receive it, we're just scared shitless a lot of times. 
The reason that we're afraid is that a lot of times when synchronicities do present themselves, some of them present themselves in a big way, it's for us to take a step in life. And a lot of times the step that the universe is asking us to take isn't exactly what our ego wants. And so we're, we could just be scared shitless of doing that. So fear can really block us in terms of knowing how to work with the guidance synchronicity. All right. So if you experience fear, when you receive a guidance synchronicity, that's okay. Just chill out, relax, acknowledge that, that you're scared. And that's, that's a great first way. That's a great first step in, in working with a, a guidance a synchronicity. So don't worry about fear when it does present itself. Now, even when we have fear, I found that there's a cool, there's a cool little kind of go around here. There's a cool trick that you can use to help you diminish fear and to help you work with fear so that it doesn't paralyze you. Okay. Because if fear paralyzes you, you won't be able to follow through with action. And then the whole point of the guidance synchronicity is lost. Okay. So if you do feel fear, if you see a synchronicity presenting and that synchronicity is asking you to step in a direction that your ego is freaking out about, then here's, here's a way to kind of go around that. All right. And I call this the subtle art of marinating, <laughs> the subtle art of marinating. And what this means is that a lot of times when these synchronicities present themselves, it doesn't mean you have to act now. It doesn't mean you have to act now. So you're not forced to act as soon as the synchronicity presents itself. Okay. So you got to learn the subtle art of marinating <laughs> and the subtle art of marinating is I see a guidance synchronicity. I acknowledge that I have received it and then I'm going to marinate on the energy a little bit. I'm going to let it sit for a little bit. I'm going to start having a conversation with the universe. I'm going to say, you know, okay, I register this. Can you be more specific or can you tell me more? Can you confirm this for me? Okay. And that that's a great way when you say to the universe, Oh my God, I got the synchronicity, but this is a really, this synchronicity is pointing me to take a really big step in my life. And I'm really scared. Can you please confirm the guidance? You see, you're asking the universe to confirm the guidance before you take action. That's marinating. It's okay. You can marinate in the energy for a little bit. And then what the universe is going to do is it's going to reinforce that message. Okay. And so this marinating now notice, I'm talking about the subtle art of marinating. <laughs> I'm not talking about being stuck in there forever. Okay. Because if you know anything about marinating, do you know anything about marinating when it comes to cooking? Okay. So if I marinate something in some spices, I'm eventually going to have to take the food out of the marinated aspect and cook it. If I leave food in a, in a marinated uh, sauce or whatever for too long, it'll spoil the food because the marinade will just completely, it'll become overwhelming and it'll destroy the dish. Okay. So when it comes to cooking, you have to know the subtle art of when marinating something for how long and then removing it and cooking it. Okay. Not leaving it in the marinade forever. That's why I'm using the word marinade here on purpose. Marinating doesn't mean I get stuck permanently in non-action. It just means I'm giving myself a little bit of time for the energy to mature for the universe to maybe send a few more synchronicities to confirm that that is the step that the universe wants me to take. And then I act. All right. The subtle art of marinating really helps tone down the fear that can sometimes be paralyzing, especially if it's a synchronicity that's asking me to do something big in my life. Okay. Something consequential in my life. All right. 
So this subtle art of marinating, it helps my system calm down. And when I'm in less fear, I can act more quickly. Okay. So I wanted to leave this tip here for you I help you get around fear. If you are feeling it, when you receive a guidance synchronicity. And here's a pro tip to go even deeper in guidance synchronicity. So the pro tip here is that the more developed your intuition is, the more you'll understand and you'll be able to work with guidance synchronicities. Okay. I've talked a lot about intuition. I have a playlist uh, of intuition videos and I'm going to leave that playlist link at the end of this video. So you can go deeper into intuition. The more that you train your intuition, the more you'll be able to work with, with synchronicities. Okay. So I want to leave this pro tip here before we move on now to the second type of synchronicity. Okay. So we talked about what to do when we get a guidance synchronicity, but now what do you do when you receive an activation synchronicity? Okay. So the procedure is a little bit different. So in the activation synchronicity, when I receive an activation synchronicity, and again, only you can know which is which, when you receive an activation synchronicity, this type of synchronicity is easier to work with. It's, it's simple really in the process because the only, the only reason that that synchronicity is presenting itself is, is a way of, of sort of pulling a little on switch. It's, it's clicking that switch, that on switch, and it's an actual program. You can think of it like a computer program. Literally, I put a little USB and I hook it onto the computer and I download a program into the, a new software into the computer. All right. That's what an activation synchronicity does for you. Okay. So when you register an activation, uh, synchronicity, the only thing you really have to do is you just take a nice deep breath. You acknowledge, you consciously acknowledge that you receive the, the synchronicity, you register that you receive the synchronicity, and then you can follow up with the mantra and affirmation. Like I accept these codes or I accept this program, whatever, whatever you want to say, you can say it out loud. I do this all the time. Sometimes I'm walking down the street and I see like a sequence of license plates, like two, 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 two. And as soon as I see these numbers, I just smile. I close my eyes for just a second. I take a deep breath and I say, I accept these, this programming. And that's it. As soon as you do that, what's going to happen is those, those activation synchronicities, they're presenting in front of you as a way to activate light codes within you. Okay. So you're literally being upgraded. That's the point of an activation synchronicity. Your energy is being upgraded. And so all you have to do is just acknowledge that you, that you see this programming and that you accept it. Free will is very important in this, in this, uh, in this reality here. Okay. So nothing can be pushed on you that you do not accept. All right. Free will is important. So when I acknowledge the receipt of this type of activation and I accept it within myself, my energy is going to start to upgrade. And this is another, this is another form of synchronicity that I love. It happens to me all the time, and, but it's much easier to work with this type of synchronicity than it is with the guidance one. Now I want to hear from you, beautiful soul. Let me know in the comments below what type of synchronicities you're used to, to experiencing. Cause I just talked about a few here, but I want to know what synchronicities you have been experiencing. Let me know in the comments below. Click here to subscribe to my YouTube channel or head over to my website where you can download my popular guided meditations. And don't forget these videos over here on intuition. The more you know, and the more you develop your intuition, the easier it is to work with synchronicities. All right, beautiful soul. I love you. I'm out.